0: Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by ThatLeisureShop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt.
1: Well, we're here once again at the NEC show and I bumped into Caroline Mills. Caroline is a travel writer and author of many books and prolific motorhomer. But there's a story Caroline has, which is about her travelling off with the kids in a motorhome on her own, just as a mum with her three children. Is that right? Which started a long time ago, didn't it?
0: It did start a long time ago. We're actually almost at the other end now of travelling with three kids because they're now grown up. I had actually to go to the States on some work. And on the way back, I took my 18-month-old daughter on a road trip in Iceland.
1: In a motorhome?
0: This was actually just a road trip in a car, okay. really. It was just for three days. Um, I was actually, aside from her being 18 months old, I was pregnant as well with my uh, second child. Uh, and we went off, it was before mobile phones, um, we went off on these sort of volcanic tracks and had the adventure, what should have been, of a lifetime, really. Uh, it was before Iceland was even the sort of tourist destination that it is now. And that sort of fueled the adventure spirit, I suppose. When I got back, people thought I was absolutely mad, but I wasn't prepared for it to end there. Uh, I then took my then two-and-a-half-year-old and and ten-month-old son on a um, motorhome holiday to Canada, where I was to hire a motorhome and sort of travel around Nova Scotia. Didn't go quite according to plan, but again, wasn't prepared to let that end the um, adventures. I then took with my husband the two children all around Europe. We took time off work, went through 15 countries, various principalities as well uh, for several months. And when we got back, uh, the issue that we have, which is why we had to take time off work, is that uh, my husband can't generally come with us. Um, but because I'm a travel writer, the children can come with me. It then got to three children and I decided when my youngest was eight weeks old, we took off in a motorhome down to Austria, travelling through um, northern France, down through um, Germany to Austria. It's sort of grown from there. As they've grown older, we've done ever more challenging trips, so we've gone to um the Baltic States, across to Finland, we went into Russia by boat, and then went up through Finland, across to the North Cape of um, Norway, uh, zigzagged our way back through um, Norway and Sweden and Denmark. We've then countless trips in France and Germany. We've covered the Alpenstrasse, which um, goes from the Austrian border pretty much through to the um, Swiss border all the way through the Alps. We've toured down through Slovenia and Croatia and across Croatia, and then back up again through Austria. We've traveled out to Poland, and we covered um, southern Poland, Silesia and Malopolska, two regions in the south of Poland, uh, and came back through um, the Slovak Republic. Then, more recently, we traveled back out through Poland to Lithuania. And toured the whole of Lithuania up to the Curonian Spit, which is a beautiful UNESCO heritage site. The most gorgeous Baltic beaches, and not what you would expect necessarily of a, of a sort of Baltic state. We've got to the point where they're now sort of of an age that realistically they're going to start not coming away because they've got lives of their own um, and they're at university. But I'm continuing because of my travel writing. I continue to travel um, all across Europe on my own instead.
1: So (laughs) that's amazing so your passport is very very stamped and so are the children's.
0: Yes and no I mean obviously for the likes of Canada yes we needed um, stamps but for most of Europe we just go from country to country there's no particular borders anymore there's the border between Slovenia and Croatia you have to stop at Occasionally the border with, uh, for example, Lithuania, we had to stop. So that was more because you have to show the papers of ownership of the um, motorhome. With Russia, there's this option to go from Finland. You go on this boat, particular boat trip down through the Saimar Canal. Anybody that's either with an EU passport or a British passport is visa-free. Although we had to show passports, we didn't have to get visas beforehand. And everywhere else is, in Europe, we've literally just had being able to travel without showing countless passports yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: You did this, married, but Dad couldn't come. Yes. You you, li- you run a farm, don't yes. you? So, so Dad was really busy with the farm. Yeah. And because of work, you had to travel. So you decided to take the kids with you?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes they had to come with me if I had a particular work project that I needed to go to a particular place. And it may well be that they just had to come with me because... The sort of situation on the farm was such that Dad couldn't look after them at that particular moment. Sometimes it was quite deliberate for them to come with me on that particular work trip to give them the experiences of travel and the adventures that I knew that they would be able to have touring through Europe and very differently sort of touring as opposed to climbing on an aeroplane and sort of going to a city and staying in a hotel for three days and then coming back we've been able to go to so many different places off the beaten track, places that potentially never heard of, we'd certainly never heard of within countries as opposed to just going to the capital city for example, although we've done those too. But I also quite deliberately try to uh, take each child away individually from time to time to give them some me time but also road trips are fantastic for children in particular teenage I and mean, it's brilliant when they're little but when they become teenagers and they might have a few issues to deal with for example a road trip is fantastic because you're both sat side by side there's no eye contact you're not having to try talk about difficult situations maybe or issues that they might have they want to talk about you're both and then all of a sudden they start opening up and talking about whatever it is that they're having a bit of a problem with or challenge with and then you can talk about the scenery that you see as you're going out at the same time. That's always been a thing is to make sure that I give me time to to each child individually as well as the three of them together. But when we are together, my God, do we have some fun. (laughs) (laughs) I bet.
1: It sounds like it. The children aren't children now, are they? How old are they now?
0: So um, the eldest is now 23, I've got 20 going on 21-year-old and an almost 18-year-old. So so
1: they're taking you now, are they?
0: <laughs> uh, almost. It's, it's kind of come full circle because this year we've just been discussing plans. My son is working and in full-time employment now. My youngest child is about to go off to university and so wants to do her own thing for the summer and earn a bit of money. So, um, I've been talking to my eldest daughter, and all of a sudden, we've gone from the 18 month old with she and I in Iceland. Uh, we're going to go probably back to Scandinavia and go and do a road trip together ourselves. Oh, wow. So, um, looking forward to that one. Uh,
1: beautiful. Uh, it's it, stunning scenery it there. Really it's incredible. Stunning, it's incredible. Yes. I was really inspired by your personal story of, of a mum heading off on her own with kids. So not on your own, but you know, as, as the the only responsible parent. And I speak to so many people that you know the women aren't prepared to tow or to drive. Here you know, we leave that to the man, and and there's absolutely no reason to do that. And there, there's lots of fear around going off with children as a, as a single mum. You know what I mean when I say that. Yeah. It, I I believe it's irrational. Yes. Uh, what would you say to those women that are in that position right now?
0: Go for it. It's a vehicle with a steering wheel and a brake pedal just the same as a car. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to go and buy the biggest motorhome that you that you can find. It's still possible to have fantastic adventures in a smaller camper van if if that's what you feel comfortable with. Actually the children having the children has been brilliant in terms of being able to um, drive for example, if I'm in a UK motorhome with a steering wheel on the right-hand side and obviously going through Europe, we're travelling on the left, it may be that my vision is not quite so great on, say, a corner or something like that or coming yeah. out of a junction. So the kids are there and they can say, yeah, it's the road is clear. I've not got to try and pull out. Into They're a
1: great co-pilot. The-
0: they are absolutely a great co-pilot. If we're going around hairpin bends on mountain roads and mountain passes... They can call out to say there's nothing coming, so that you can swing out if you need to, and make sure that you're not going to meet the bus coming the other way. All that sort of thing. There's also this, this sort of misconception that that dad has to do all the manual kind of bits and pieces to do with um, motorhomes and camping. That's just not the case. It's no. it's. Get on and do it and you have the most amazing time.
1: And you've also done a lot of trips on your own though haven't you as well?
0: Yes yeah absolutely again as part of my work um, just fairly recently I took a trip driving right the way down through France to the Pyrenees covered a trip called the Route des Coles which is about 900 kilometers through the Pyrenees through the French Pyrenees from the Atlantic coast down to the Mediterranean coast Uh, and from there I then travelled through France, across France, from Vignemale, which is the highest mountain in the French Pyrenees, travelled through France, sort of avoiding motorhomes and taking the cross-country route up to Mont Blanc, the highest mountain, obviously, in the Alps, and from there then went on through Switzerland, Austria, through Germany, um, across to the Czech border, and then back up through Germany, back through Luxembourg, Belgium, Holland, back to the UK... I've done other trips down through Holland, down through Germany, down to Italy in the lakes uh, in Italy uh, and Milan, down to the south of France, back up round. And the most recent one, which is sort of fairly miles by comparison, uh, was simply down um, to the south of France. There's a new touring route all to do with food and drink called okay. the Vallée de la Gastronomie. And so I've been um, touring that from the south of France and it finishes at Dijon.
1: Amazing. And do you tour around the UK as well, or is all your travels around Europe?
0: UK, Ireland as well, Northern Ireland. I've taken my youngest daughter to Northern Ireland, took my son up to the North Coast 500. I specialise in the UK and European travel, and so it takes me right the way through.
1: And what would you say about safety? So travelling on your own, or even with children, are there areas of concern that people should be aware of?
0: Yes, there are. I mean, we tend to I don't want to call it wild camping because it's not wild camping in as much as we are in a motorhome. We rarely use campsites where there are other opportunities and other facilities. so in France and Germany we will potentially use the system of airs or a France passion site where you can turn up and stay for free providing you sort of maybe buy a bottle of wine or a jar of honey or whatever it might be. So we n- never book ahead. We rarely know before lunchtime where we might be staying that night, but the freedom of that is phenomenal. Mm. The only thing I would say with that is that if you don't feel comfortable somewhere, you be prepared to move on. And there have been occasions where we've turned up at an air, for example, where the motorhomes can stop overnight legally and safely, but actually feel just slightly uneasy, and then we move on. Uh, Simple as that always knowing there's the backup of a campsite if you feel the need to be in a campsite. I actually love the freedom of airs and I'm quite prepared and I do all the time use airs when I'm travelling on my own. They just provide that freedom that that even travelling alone as a solo female is actually really quite liberating. Yes. Uh, And going off and walking in the mountains, I don't have an issue with I'll get up at the crack of dawn to make sure I get say, up halfway up a mountain or something by sunrise and, and get the best photographic shot or whatever it yeah, might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the
1: reality is, if, if you've got a problem... One of the wonderful things about the, the community worldwide that go mode homing is everyone looks out for each other, don't they?
0: Absolutely, and, and that's certainly been the case when I've been staying on um, Stellplatz in Germany. If I've had a bit of an issue with um, a, a hookup cable where there have been facilities like um, such as electric um, hookup points, I've had people that have been able to come and help or will just turn up and say, Do you need any help? I do get a lot of looks for being a solo female mum on her own with children. It is obviously quite a rarity in the motorhoming world, but there are so many people that will help. And there's also the whole sort of network of dealerships, accessory stores, all that sort of thing. So if there's a bit of a problem with a fridge, you just turn up and they will always help. Yes, always Yes, help.
1: definitely. So what would you say to mums and women listening... And getting inspired, I hope, as I was, to your story, and they may be hesitant about taking the plunge and heading off on their own or with the children. What would your message to them be?
0: Go for it, is, is the simple, <laughs> is the very short and simple answer go for it. What I would say is I mean, in terms of a few tips, the one thing that makes me feel so much more relaxed is that I have made sure that the kids are as fit as they possibly can that they are really, really strong swimmers, that they are really fit and agile and active, so that when I pull the handbrake on and they say, we're off to climb a mountain, and I think that they're just going off to a small slope not far away and I suddenly find them waving at me from (laughs) hundreds of metres up, I don't have to panic because I know that they are capable and responsible of knowing what to do in situations. And that's not to give them extreme bushcraft skills or survival skills or anything like that, but it just takes that pressure off when you are on your own as the the solo parent at the time of being able to relax and enjoy it yourself, knowing that they are capable of looking after themselves and taking a little bit of common sense and responsibility with that. that that What a great tip. (laughs)
1: And what a great education that your children have had as well.
0: Yes, very much so. I'm conscious I don't just take them to what I would regard as sanitised, classically child, children-orientated attractions or places, locations. Yes, we've gone to the theme parks. Europa Park is a fabulous park from babies up to teenagers in, um, in Germany. That's brilliant. I'm also making sure that they go to all sorts of places that will educate them. That is part of their education, so they've learnt about Monet at Giverny's garden in France. They've learned about um, Van Gogh at the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. But we've also gone to what are classes of really hard-hitting places, the war graves around the Somme, generally because of personal family history. But we've also gone to really hard-hitting museums in... Berlin. Strangely, when we were in Poland, I knew that we would be travelling close to a little village called, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Oswiecim or something, otherwise known as Auschwitz. I asked the kids, I explained to them, it's entirely up to you if you want to go to it, it's not going to be pleasant. All three of them wanted to go. We had a very quiet journey after it to where we were then staying. But the amount that they got out of that trip and learning about a shared European history was quite profound. I had a lot of questions to ask, but then I had a lot of questions to ask when we were staying in Rouen um, about Joan of Arc, who's, you know, hundreds of years previously and was burnt at the stake. And you're talking about burning women. I mean, it's... There's some pretty horrific stuff out there, but they need educating about it, um, and I think they get far more out of it than just taking them for a nice walk in a a lovely park.
1: Your story is an inspiration to men and women. (laughs) I'm inspired, and even dads going away on their own, men going away on their own dads with the kids, it would be a challenge, so yeah, thank you very, very much for sharing all of that you've got lots of travel plans this year where can people follow you and read what you've written about, tell us the publications and about your books?
0: I'm sort of a freelance writer so I write for many of the main camping motorhome um, caravan magazines. I'm actually editor of um, Touring Magazine and that's specifically, uh, well it covers camping, it covers motorhomes, it covers caravans, it actually covers glamping as well so that if you're really just not too sure yet about digging into your pocket to buy a motorhome or a caravan, you can do all those angles It covers motorhome hire. Um, all that sort of side of things. and then also the author of about nine different travel guides some of which are region specific so the author of Slow Cotswolds for example but then specifically camping related the Camping Pocket Bible I'm the author of Cool Caravanning which is a sort of a personal selection of fabulous English campsites More to do with location and having a wonderful view rather than um, because there's hairdryers in the amenity block. And then the most recent book, which came out um, last year, is Camping Road Trips, uh, France and Germany, which is... Thirty adventures um, with either your motorhome, your campervan, or your tent, and it's basically bringing together thirty of the best trips that either I myself alone have done, or with the children, throughout France and Germany. It covers so many different areas of the two countries. It covers, for example, following the cider route in Normandy, which you'd think would be only for uh, grown-ups, but actually the kids found it fabulous because you've got all of these little apple signs when they were younger they would like to look out for that was their thing was to spot the apple sign and then when you arrive at at a cider farm well okay so I couldn't taste the cider anyway because I was driving but you might buy a bottle but they also sell apple juice and so the kids had this sort of collection of bottles of apple juice as they went round. There's fabulous tours which are great for, I mean not just children, but for couples of all ages, for families of all ages. Tours through Germany, the Alpenstrasse being one of them. Actually one is from the Berta Benz Memorial route. Talk of me being an inspiration actually she is the most phenomenal inspiration and it is because of her, the wife of Carl Benz that the motorhome even exists. Her husband, Carl Benz, had created this motor car. Everybody poo-pooed it and thought it was, um, you know, that's, that's not gonna take off. Why would anybody want to drive a motor car? We've got the train. She took it without his permission and took her two sons and drove the first ever long distance motor road trip from Mannheim down to Fortsheim. It's not a massive route now, but back then it would have been no brakes no fuel obviously no petrol station she was having to stop to put in a particular it was basically she stopped at a pharmacy and was using a, a fuel there of course the stigma of doing this alone as a woman was quite phenomenal the stigma of taking her husband's vehicle away <laughs> without permission was quite something she is a true inspiration
1: amazing so and where can people get your books?
0: Uh, various websites. You've got Amazon, obviously. You've got thatleasureshop.com. To quote a cliche, all good bookshops, independent bookshops um, around the, the UK.
1: Brilliant. Well, we will look out for that and uh, we will watch your further travels with great interest. <laughs> you mentioned Touring Magazine. That's digital magazine, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is. Uh, www.touring.co.uk. And we are forever... Uploading new touring inspiration, new road trips, advice and tips and and sort of practical information. But it's there really as an inspiration whether you already have a motorhome or a caravan or whether you're just thinking about getting one. Lots of great tips, advice, inspiration.
1: And first-hand experience. It's a great magazine, and uh, yeah, your experience is prolific throughout it.
0: It's very much all to do with first-hand experience. Not just my own experiences, There, there's articles there about people that have converted a motorhome to um, go on long trips through South Africa, for example. Trips, um, people that have hired a motorhome to tour New Zealand or Australia. And then, obviously... ...in the main content to do with travelling and touring through Europe.
1: Caroline, thank you so much for talking to me. It's been brilliant to hear your story. Uh, We'll leave you to get back to what's been a very, very, very busy show. Enjoy the rest of the show and we'll speak to you soon.
0: Thank you ever so much. Yeah, lovely to talk to you. Mum, is it here yet? No, you'll have to wait. When's the holiday arriving? Any minute. Dad's bringing it.
1: (laughs) Mum! It's outside! Whoa, it's amazing! With the Motorhome Holiday Company, your adventure starts here. Hire a motorhome for a holiday you'll really look forward to. For festivals, for discovering new places, for freedom and excitement. No need to wait. See motorhomeholidaycompany.com